Yamar Joe El Puchet. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update for Thursday, the 26th of August, 2021. Every week, we'll spend about 10 minutes filling you in on the major news issues and stuff going on in soccer development. Start with news about the upcoming municipal elections. The opposition parties presented joint candidates for the race last week, but on Friday, the 20th of August, the National Movement, or Natsebi as they're called in Georgian, European Georgia, Droa, and the Pine Cones, or Girchi, opposition parties nominated and united behind former Tbilisi Mayor Guy Ugulava for Mayor of Poti. According to the Natsebi survey, the ruling Georgian Dream Party is unlikely to receive more than 35% of votes in four cities of Georgia, Batumi, Kutaisi, Rustavi, and Telavi. According to the Otsneba, or Georgian Dreams Party survey, they will receive 44.7% of the votes. On the 25th of August, opposition party for Georgia presented its mayoral candidate in Batumi, Party leader Georgi Gaharia named Irakli Mikeladze as its mayoral candidate. The presentation was held amidst protests. Political movement Droa and the Shame Movement members rallied against former Prime Minister Gaharia, saying that he has no right to continue in public service. According to Georgian Prime Minister Irakli Garabashvili, opposition parties are campaigning for the postponement of municipal elections because they are destined for failure. On Wednesday, the 25th, Georgian public defender Nino Lomjadia recommended the postponement of the October municipal election, citing a sharp increase in coronavirus cases and worsening of the epidemiological situation. Speaking of the pandemic, Georgia continues to have a high daily average coronavirus cases climbing to over 3,000. Currently, the country is 11th in the world in per capita cases, while neighboring Azerbaijan is 104th and Armenia is 49th. This week, Georgia reported the first fully vaccinated person's death. According to health officials, deceased patient did have underlying health issues and a chronic disease. On Monday the 23rd, one more field hospital opened in Tbilisi on Kaftaradze Street for 200 COVID-19 patients. According to the health minister of Georgia, Ekaterina Tikaradze, the Georgian health sector has reached its capacity. There are no more available places for patients in hospitals. On Tuesday, the 24th of August, the Interagency Coordination Council decided to enforce a 10 p.m. curfew for restaurants, cafes, and bars. Doors must close, service must cease, and diners must depart no later than 10 p.m. On that same day, the National Tourism Administration presented a vaccination stimulus for tour operators. The operators with 80% of fully vaccinated employees will get a 50% discount for participation in international tourism fairs. Fully vaccinated guides will have free access to public services, museums, protected areas, and ski lifts. As of this week, 10% of Georgia's adult population has been fully vaccinated with about 24% 5% of the adult population having received at least one dose of the vaccine. It's also announced this week, beginning Wednesday, the 1st of September, Israeli tourists will be able to visit Georgia, but will be subject to self-isolation upon their return to their home country. At the end of July, Israel banned travel to Georgia because of growing a growing spike in COVID-19 cases in Israel. According to head of Georgia's National Center for Disease Control, Amiran Gamkhalidze, in just this week alone, COVID-19 deaths outnumber the most common causes of deaths, such as cardiovascular disease and heart disease. In the last two weeks, coronavirus deaths in Georgia stand just shy of 7,000, a terrifying number when you consider Georgia's population is only 3.5 million. Shifting gears on Tuesday the 24th, owners of private hotels held a protest in front of the municipality building in Kobuleti, 
frustrated with the poor tourism season. The protesters urged the government to mediate with banks over financial liabilities and loans. On the same day, Prime Minister Irakli Karabashvili was among the leaders of more than 40 countries participating in the Crimean Platform Summit in Kiev. During the summit, he highlighted the common European and Euro-Atlantic aspirations Georgia and Ukraine have and addressed the issue of regional security. Kharabashvili was awarded with a first degree of merit by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Also this week, Foreign Policy published an article, Georgia Turns Its Back on the West, analyzing the country's foreign policy priorities and progress towards joining the European Union. Throughout the years, Georgia has served in peacekeeping and combat missions and made progress towards democracy. The authors of the article underlie the decisions made by the ruling Otsneba party that threaten the democracy in the country, such as strengthening ties with Russia and Belarus, opposition to Tbilisi pride, and leaving the EU-mediated agreement. Want to read more? Link in the show notes. Moving on to infrastructure, the Georgian government announced today construction of a new road that will connect Mestia to Lentechi in Svaneti. The project's anticipated completion date is 2023. According to Garibashvili, 100 million lati, or about 30 million U.S. dollars, will be spent on the project. Are you involved in viticulture? In order to support the sector, the government is implementing a subsidy program this harvest season within the program Vintage 2021. Companies that buy Percazzitelli and Cajurium Svane grapes from farmers at least 100 tons and pay at least 90 tetri, which is around 30 U.S. cents per, per kilo, will receive the subsidy. Last week, on Friday the 20th, the Japanese government gifted a mobile library to villages of mountainous Jada. The library, which is worth 72000 U.S. dollars, is fully equipped and will travel from village to village. The library will increase access to literature for the youth living in the region. Who doesn't love a traveling library? This week, the works of three Georgian directors, Alexandre Koberidze, Levan Kokoashvili, and Soso Bliadze, were screened at the Carlo Vivari International Film Festival, a major cinema event in Central and Eastern Europe in the Czech Republic, a very, very beautiful city and a very important event. More news from the silver screen. Film director Salome Joshi's documentary, Taming the Garden, has been selected among those works being considered for nomination of the European Film Awards in 2021. The documentary has already won the main prize for International Human Rights Documentary Film Festival 2021. Congratulations, Salome. Also this week, Georgian Culture Platform announced that Zurich will host a Georgian Culture Festival at the beginning of October. The festival will consist of talks, discussions, film screenings, and art performances by Georgian artists. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We want to know where you are listening from. So drop us a line at podcast at Rorschach.com. Just curious. Also let us know what neighborhood in Tbilisi you're in. If you're there, if you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. Nachvandis. Thank you.